0: Welcome to another episode of the Point Four Podcast. Ultra's back. I'm ready to roll. Had a break, feeling refreshed. Season's here, and to break it all down, PJ, what's going on, homie?
1: Daddy's home.
0: Daddy's home. Daddy's ready to talk basketball. Ugh. It's been a really good sports weekend for your boy. Uh, I'm riding high, despite all everything that's going on with the Timberwolves, and you know the Timberwolves, you know, not looking great going into the season. Everything else is going my way, so I'm Iowa hoping won. that that just
1: means... Iowa means won, but I don't know what it. else you, you'd you be talking about. Yeah, you know, the
0: Dolphins pulled the upset against the Bears today.
1: I don't think they uh, played that game. I don't think that was... Oh, you mean the, uh, the absolute uh, cartoon thing they tried to pretend was football today?
0: It honestly was like a Madden game. Yeah. It was like Madden. The second half the first half was about as boring of a half of football as you could get, and the second yeah. half was just Madden. Just complete anarchy. You, you and being five drunk. yard passes that go to the house right. and
1: wide open wide receivers right. and Yeah, you being drunk playing Madden was the second half.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Yep. That was that was man. I would uh I would just like to make one formal statement to say that that was um, bad in so many ways as a Bears fan. <laughs> it yeah, was, it was literally those. I, I I've never seen a team trying to lose so many times. And I mean, I don't know the Dolphins are very good either. Like the Bears definitely should have won that game. So, yeah, hundred percent. That's wild. The it's, Bears
0: gave up some really really stupid touchdowns in that
1: game. They've never <laughs> Brock Osweiler is undefeated against the Bears.
0: The only the where and
1: the Brock curse. You know we'll
0: we'll wrap this up and get to NBA stuff. But the one thing that they did well, the Dolphins, was that they protect. They had good protection today. They didn't let the defensive line, which is the Bears' strength. Yeah, because they were to, holding them half the time.
1: They were they held Khalil Mack on that one third down play. end, like so badly. Oh sure, sure, mm-hmm. yes.
0: And that I was unfortunately being up north that was not the game i got up here so i was subjected to watching bits of it on red zone as much as i could but uh yeah it's uh go dolphins baby anyway so you know before we jump in because i we got to talk about so today we're gonna hit on all the jimmy drama and then we obviously are gonna do i think over the last couple years we've we've always done our picks for playoffs and all the awards and stuff so we're gonna do that today too but I did want to get your your take. I wanted to see (laughs) because when I uh, I was in Paris briefly for this trip, did very little shopping but a lot of looking, and there was a really cool Nike store there. And I wanted to. So when I walk in, there's a big NBA like setup, and they're selling mannequins with jerseys and stuff on it, and. I do not think that you would be able to pick the player that was right front and center that jersey I do not think you'd be able to pick it I think I'd give you a hundred or maybe not a hundred but I think I could give you 30 choices you wouldn't be able to pick it like But I will the, give you a,
1: the center the, like the it was the center of the first jersey
0: that you see the first mannequin with a jersey when you walk into the store
1: is it a current or former
0: current player Western Conference. Dirk Nowitzki. No, but you're on the right track.
1: Pau Gasol. Uh, Pau, Gasol Western, the fir- Pau Gasol was the oh, first... was Gasol was the I, guy. Know, you didn't give me another...
0: No, I'm not going to have you be guessing all podcasts here. But yes, I only Dirk got the... Was- di-
1: oh, man. I think I would have guessed pa. Pau. Pau would have been your
0: next guess. Is this oh, first jersey?
1: Yeah. I was going to go through, like... Yeah, international players, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, man, what the hell? What the hell, Ultra? I'm already screwing this up. Yeah, you're...
0: Bring back Dylan.
1: It was... Yep, <laughs> and the ghost, and the ghost <laughs> pastor. I want that back. You guys had some fun, though. It was good. It was a memorable episode. It was a lot. There was a lot going on. Dylan um, Toss is haunted.
0: Speaking of a lot going on... yeah. There's a lot going on in Minnesota. (laughs) (laughs) Yes.
1: Motherfucker?
0: Not good. Which, by the way, so that, the whole motherfucker thing, Pat Riley
1: denied that. Oh. (laughs) Unfortunately. I mean, sure. Like, it's funny he even came out and, like, had like, he acknowledged it. I would be one to want to, like, I would not refute ever calling someone a motherfucker. That's like the, that's the way you want to go about things. But yeah, the hell's yeah, I call him a motherfucker.
0: Well, but I guess that's like, that's pretty, I think if you actually called someone a motherfucker in negotiations, you're probably not going to be making a trade with that team ever again, you know?
1: I think I'd only want to exclusively deal with someone that I was able to provoke to call.
0: (laughs) You'd be like, I don't like it, but damn it, I respect it. Motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) Is <laughs> that uh, is
1: one of my favorites? That might Like I've said that a few. I've maybe said this on the pod, but I just I love saying motherfucker. It's a good one.
0: I probably say it too much. I've said it in front of people that I, I, should <laughs> friends friend well friends of ours that are don't hang around us a ton. I'm not gonna say any names. Yeah, that definitely get caught off guard when it gets dropped as frequently as it gets dropped and.
1: Really? You probably shouldn't do that. I've never, yeah, I, I've never sensed that. I've uh, never I'll, like been around.
0: I've got. I'll, will t- give you the example later. <laughs> anyway, so yo, know, yeah. it's no secret Jimmy wants out of Minnesota, but <laughs> all this drama last week. Like, if you're, you've, you've heard everything that happened with the practice at this point, and I just want to give my two cents on all of it, and, and I, I'm sure that you want to as well, Peach. Uh, I got some sense on it. Well, I guess the biggest problem that I have with all of this is, A, before I I go into that, I think Jimmy's right in that this team can't win right now without him. They can't. If you take him off this team, even if you give them a piece in return or two pieces in return, obviously not an all-star caliber player like Jimmy – you're not going to get a team that's going to make the playoffs yeah. in the West. You're not going to have a, a team that's going to compete in the Western Conference in the playoffs. So he's right in saying that. He's right in saying, you know, that he's got some like, going in some softer he's guys. Got some. He's frankly, got... he went and just called essentially called everyone out, and it would have been nice to see. Wiggins and/or Towns at least go up against him in the sl- like go. Comp- I'm not saying you gotta like yell and scream, but just go compete against the guy. Mm-hmm. But instead, you get your ass kicked in practice, which is just not a good look. Like if you're at the Towns you just into your extension and gonna be the face of the franchise. This is a guy that is essentially trying to take your spot. Uh, he wants out, so it's you know more complex than that. But he's someone that is like,
1: if I'm going to be on
0: this team, I'm going to run the team.
1: No, he's got he's got fucking cats. He's got basically the entire franchise's balls in a jar after everything that <laughs> allegedly happened on uh, during the practice. That uh, is impressive. Is like I I do think the antics of it and all of it is. Uh, like it was a, obviously it was the th- all of it was planned and like premeditated, but yes, there's was, an idea of like even being like with
0: the Ra- Rachel Nichols interview, pretty much immediately following practice,
1: right? But it is impressive as shit. The idea it was clearly
0: th- all planned,
1: right? But it's one thing in, in like idea and like principle, but then in like actually executing and being like, well, I'm going to show up an hour late and then I'm going to literally embarrass them with the third team and I'm gonna call out these guys and I know none of them are gonna do anything like to respond to me. Like no one is gonna stop me from, from doing this. So I'm fucking good, you know? And I'm gonna own them all. I'm, they're, gonna, they're just gonna play into my hand perfectly in every which way, which is what happened. Like Jimmy had this plan and I think everyone involved responded exactly how he thought they would And that's a bat. That's a bad look for this Timberwolves team. But PJ, who, who else
0: led this way in the NBA?
1: Who were the guys that came?
0: Who were the guys? Who were the first guys that come to your mind that led in a similar way that Jimmy is trying to lead?
1: Well, I think Jimmy's not trying to lead. I don't think Jimmy's a leader. Which. We've talked about it before. Well, he's clearly
0: like, trying to be. No,
1: I. I he's just. He trying wants to be the start, number
0: one guy on. it. He wants to be the number
1: one option on, like I, a leader on a no, team. No, he wants to say that. He isn't. G- no, dude, that's bullshit. He's not. No, he's he says that and he act, he tries to act that way. It's like what I've, I've called the superstar playbook. He's following all that stuff, but no, his ass doesn't want to lead because this is now twice. Like he had the same kind of shit go on with. With the Bulls and even like the young unit on the Bulls, like those players. Not like, like this. Not no, like this. well, yeah, because he didn't get, I mean, he wasn't hes not trying to He wasn't trying to get out of town right away with the Bulls either. Like, this is just a dude who doesn't want to be this, like doesn't want to be at a place anymore, and he's just being an asshole and like he's, you know, you're not going to, like if, if I can't leave, you're like not trading me. I'm not going to make this enjoyable for everyone or like pretend like I don't have issues. Like, no, I want out. I'm not happy here and no one else on this team is going to stop me from acting this way or put me in check. Uh, no, but, like, he doesn't lead because he, what he does is he just goes, guys, come work hard with me. Like, come, like there's they're just, like, got, that, that's just people get sick of hearing that shit. Like, whatever he's done, I, I will say, like, doing it once is, is something, but then doing it a second time, but then those young players – those guys that you, like, you don't think are as good as they are, like, corny or, you know, whatever the issues are with cat. It's it's one thing to to be talking about this stuff, and then it's another if, like, you legitimately wanted to win in Minnesota or, like, try to. His ass but knows PJ. he has to, like, get the most out of Carl Anthony Towns. But if it, you're
0: – okay, that statement right there, though, says that he's going to be a leader. You either want to lead or you want to be led. What is Jimmy? He doesn't want to be led. That's you, for
1: damn sure. No, he wants you know Jimmy wants to be the superstar and he wants the winning to happen around him and if the winning doesn't isn't centered around him, I don't think he's interested in that. You're he's describing a leader to me though. A bad one, but sure, yeah, I'll give you that. Yeah, but like, that's
0: what that is what I'm saying, is that here okay, so this is where I'm going with this, is that the guys that have exhibited this type of behavior MJ and Kobe are the two guys yeah. that come to mind. Like right. match That's my intensity and and follow me. But he, it is not the LeBron mm. type of leadership of like camaraderie and I mean, on and off the
1: court. It's uh, not like that. I don't know because Kobe, I like Kobe was a teacher. I will and I, I don't. I mean, I wasn't. I, he I'm respected aware people to know.
0: that he respected people that treated the game as their craft like he did.
1: Well, like, Kobe, kind of, like, did the, Kobe did the, like, here's my playbook, like, here's the, Kobe literally gave them the thing of, like, the guys he thought were, like, could help him win, he would give them, like, the inside of, hey, here's, here, follow this, but it was, you have to follow all of this, and, like, if you do this, I know you're committed to winning, and, like, I'm going to help you, but he was helpful, like, he would, like, coach guys up and stuff, but if he yeah, did you so he would help you it win. It might not be
0: it's not a direct translation, but it's the same type of leadership. And what I'm saying is, is that there's a big difference between Kobe Bryant, Michael Jordan, and Jimmy. Jimmy's played mm. 40 career playoff games. He's never gotten past the second round. And even when he mm. was in the second round, he wasn't the number one option on his team. He is not that type of player. So for him to come in and act the way he acted, a it's just it's such a slap in the face to the Timberwolves franchise and then on the flip side, Tibbs, like, I understand it is probably within Tibbs' best interest to keep Jimmy. Because even if you trade him and get some assets in return, you're not going to make the playoffs this year, and you're probably going to get fired. That's the reality. Oh, so if you keep Taylor's, Jimmy yeah.
1: Glenn Taylor is taking all his, like, credibility or just a.
0: Yeah, so if you're Tibbs, I understand why you want to keep Jimmy and try to win games, because that's the best chance you have at keeping your job in Minnesota. On the other hand, it is an embarrassment. They are incomplete. Like, it is so bad. They canceled I, practice. I, they canceled practice the next day. They are now going to play with Jimmy on Wednesday in San Antonio. They have... Like, he's literally just, you know, essentially giving the middle finger to your GM in the middle of practice. He is as a coach, you have no control in your own practice. Like, even if you are happy with the intensity that Jimmy's bringing to the table, I'm like, you know what? The Wolves need someone like that. But the way that he's going about it is just, it's completely undermining everything the Wolves are trying to do with making Cat the face of the team. And while I think that Cat is being, like, I would like to see him step up and, Show that he can be the number one option and challenge Jimmy. Like that's the that's a red flag too. I'm not not acknowledging that, but
1: Jimmy, yeah,
0: I, there's no good option to go from here other than trading Jimmy. That's the only thing that you can do.
1: Well, I think there's also there's an importance of uh, the Jimmy's definitely getting traded. Like there's no <laughs> way like you just outlined. There's no way you can keep this going and have him on this team for the whole year. Like, they just, they won't, this won't work, but, uh, is I think you're just too far gone in this, the situation. But, I think if you're Tibbs, you guy like, and Tibbs isn't this guy, which is the issue, is that, you need to be figuring out, like, the aftermath of, once you get this guy out, like, look what this dude did point out, and the, the clear issues that he, and points he made about your team, and your superstars, and all of that, like, you gotta address that shit and like figure out what's going on there and I mean if it's cat like I'm never a guy that's you know wants someone to be like a a person they're not or doesn't have it in them but if you're looking at like the cat situation like dude this guy straight up like owns you like what the fuck like I I need you if if we get this guy out like fine but but this is your team and, and you need, like...
0: And you're not acting like it.
1: Yeah, it's just, like, he's, like, submissive to, to Jimmy fucking Butler. And, like, there's a, I That's just... That is a huge concern to me, just of how he's he's behaved in some way. Like, I don't think everyone's got, like, the same amount of dog in them, But in a certain way, it's, like, a prideful, like, pissed off. Like, I would be pissed if I was Cat and that was going on. And I've been, like, fuck this dude. Like, no one wants him here. <laughs> like... You know what I mean? Like that's just kind of like I was thinking. Like if I was in that practice, like dude, like fucking want you here. Like you're an asshole. Like fuck you. Like and you would try to shut his ass up some way. Well, and that's the
0: that's the other thing too that I think hasn't been talked about enough. All of this is that in defense of some of the players that reacted by just like kind of being awestruck about how Jimmy was reacting, he did. I don't think he had interacted or. Done anything with the Timberwolves all off season? It's so like none all of, of them sudden, have you. Nope. So then, if you if you then go demand a trade and then out of nowhere show up to practice and start acting like that, I think I'd be pretty like what the fuck too. I would have no idea what how to react
1: to that. I'd be like, dude, you're being. But none of those none of those guys were in Minneapolis the last couple of weeks. Like that's something. I know Zach Harper mentioned that like all of those dudes and like some of the mm-hmm. other inside guys have just said like John Krasinski who's done a bunch of, like, good reporting on this whole situation. Like, he said it, too, that, like, they haven't been in Minnesota. Like, none of these guys trained together, did anything. Like, they all showed up to Minneapolis, like, a week before training camp started or two weeks before. You know, there's a lot of other teams normally they're, like, getting together about a month before the season is uh, starting and, like, or before training camp and starting to play together and get a, get a rhythm going, but these guys just, they don't like each other. Like, no one on the team likes each other, I don't think. Nope. And, it's not good. <laughs> I, yeah, I just don't know what you do, like, because it's one thing, alright, you, you trade Jimmy fine, but, like, I'm more thinking, like, the aftermath of this now, like, yeah, it doesn't even matter who you get, like you said, but, what the fuck do you do? Like, this is, this dude came in and one day just like showed everyone put all your business out on the lawn and now everyone knows about it and i just don't like that's where i've always struggled with the idea of tibbs being the president of basketball operations because because even if it's not cat that would do it ideally it's the president of basketball it would be come coming downstairs and be like no nah, this shit is not flying under my radar type of thing yeah
0: get the fuck out
1: but but fucking Tibbs like likes this. Like Tibbs was in on this shit. You know, like he was fucking jacked up about this. hmm He liked it. And it was so like. But like yeah. these guys, guys, the guys in the Timberwolves just don't respond this way. Like they, it's not, this is not gonna I be the feel, way they respond. You know
0: how I feel about it. You
1: called him a cancer, which is a bit of an extreme.
0: <laughs> I don't know if, <laughs> what, what how else would you describe his impact to this team?
1: Well, I just, I think, I think it's that's a, it's tough to, to say. Like, I mean, from a, he should never have been the, the president of basketball operations. I don't you think you can I don't make think the argument
0: coach. he has made one good move as a coach GM.
1: But I think you have to look at this separately. Two, two
0: actually. So you you signed Jimmy. Or you, excuse me, you traded for Jimmy and you signed Cat to an extension. What else have you done? You overpaid Wiggins. You overpaid Gorgie Dang. You overpaid Teague. You overpaid Taj Gibson. You brought in the wall, Dang. And then you did not improve defensively whatsoever, and you play an archaic version on the court. On the court. So that's the reality. I
1: mean, most of that, <laughs> what you said, was all transactional. I mean, I think... Yeah, as far as him, his ability to implement his, his defense, it's not worked, and these guys just haven't picked up on it. And I but it's a
0: defense, but that is that was his mo. That's the reason right. That, that right, right, right. No, 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 I got gotcha. you. Know? But
1: I but I think there's the the more of the part of of this all is that they like Tibbs just isn't that coach. I think that's gonna should be brought into a, like an up and coming team. Like Tibbs is the guy that you bring in. When your team's ready to win, like I don't think he's is the type of person that's going to teach guys, build them up, or anything. Like, he's not a big fan of rookies in 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 general, like player <laughs> development. Like that's r- an understatement, right? It's just like I, I he would be like I don't think if, if 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 Tibbs had been the head coach of the Bulls, Derrick Rose's rookie oh. season, I don't know if they're. Uh, in the same boat, you know. I like, I don't think yeah. he's building that team up. He comes in though to that team after they get Vinny Del Negro out of there, and you just you roll with it from there. And like he's this team's ready to win. He work, works well in those situations. Uh, so I think it's just it's a bad fit. But I don't think he has done stuff to like dramatically. Like he didn't cause this all to happen. But he's just not a good management per- of people and personalities. The
0: personalities and how all these players have acted are not his fault. I agree with you. But that's
1: also, he's not a good person to manage those. Like, he's never, that's that's why I, I was always concerned about him being in charge of the president of apps Because I don't think the type of culture he would implement is something you need. Or, like, there needs to be an, a, a detachment. But he just doesn't work well with people in some ways. Right. And maybe, you know what?
0: calling him a cancer is probably strong but what i'm <laughs> saying is a majority of the things he has done with that team have been bad i don't think you can argue against that
1: yeah but i think a lot of those are on that bass like on the the personnel side i don't think coaching wise it's as bad of a uh, indictment no but on you,
0: him. yes that's fair I but just, you have to but the personnel decisions have been abysmal Right. But that's
1: why you don't have a coach that's also your bad. Like, that's all I mean is I think it just feeds into it more being like, I don't think the idea of having your head coach also be your president of your basketball operations, like doing two full time jobs, I I think is unrealistic at this point. And between Champion and Tibbs. Yeah. Like, I get uh, Foop Saunders did it pretty well, but I mean, he wasn't super successful, you know, but he was building it towards something. Uh, Doc
0: Rivers had
1: a Doc Rivers not saying, uh, yeah like has fine not had a tough no
0: I'm not saying he's, he did well it
1: he got it, taken away from I think from he had though. a streak
0: going well for a while and then it turned south quick and now he he doesn't have that power anymore right right um so we've talked about this for a while it's going to be interesting how this plays out and we're going to continue to talk about it I know that every while Jimmy's on this team I think that the Timberwolves would be pretty low on most people's League past power rankings, but while he's on the team, you should have them pretty super high. Any night,
1: it's gonna be interesting as fuck.
0: Anything could happen. You could have.
1: No, the Timberwolves <laughs> are the most interesting they've ever been right now. Like everyone, mm-hmm. like on a national audience wise, like they are super interesting. Yep. Um.
0: So, uh, good luck. So, but good luck, Timberwolves.
1: Well, before we can, <laughs> well, before we like completely end of it. Like go, looking at the forward. Piece I'm tempted of it. to
0: go to their home opener on Friday.
1: Yeah, fuck you, fuck yeah, you should. Do people are gonna boo his ass? Oh, it's
0: gonna be. Did you epic. see
1: that comment he said about, no. about people wanting to boo? Mm-mm. Um, I'll find it here quick. Uh, but uh, like really, the only option they've had so far, the only team that's really aggressively put anything forward has been Miami. Like that's all the talk has really been, and apparently they're not talking to the tools now. Yeah, because he called him a motherfucker. <laughs> so the motherfucker tried to, which and that was so the reported deal. If you didn't see, was uh, Dion or well, mainly it was Josh Richardson. Is cap filler. Dion Josh Waiters Richardson is and a protected first with Dion Waiters is yeah the cap filler for Jimmy which, Butler. Which is yeah. good... That's about as good as you're probably going to get right now.
0: I think the only... I think what they want to do is to dump D'Ang one way or another with it.
1: Yeah, but and I just don't know if there's a... Right, I mean, from the Timberwolves side, I get that, but... uh, I just... I don't think there's that, that fit right now that they're going to be able to make that
0: work. No. No, there's not. It's. I mean, the Suns, it makes sense, I think, a little bit. The Suns and Sacktown, you get them involved, because...
1: Sacramento is really the only this, play this, at this is a good point.
0: segue to talk about the Ryan McDonough firing, but yeah. the Suns don't have a point guard, <laughs> so, <laughs> like, I think that a set. I think they're you know Devin Booker is going to be the de facto point guard for that team.
1: Devin, yeah, well, I think they're going to try to yeah make Devin Booker like the, the James Harden type dude, but it's it's not, it is not good. um Like, there just isn't a good... So, it's like, to get him out of there, like, the Heat is the best, probably, offer they're going to get.
0: Yeah, I like Josh Richardson. Like, really like him. Would love for him to start alongside Wiggins. I think it... He's not a guy that needs the ball in his hands a ton. Like, he's a great, just spot-up three-point shooter and a good defender. He's really what they need. Um, But I don't... Like, they obviously... That's on the table anymore, so... It is what it is. Dion Waiters in Minnesota would be interesting. Like, I think that I would – I'd have to buy some Deion Waiters – like, I'd have to buy Dion Waiters jersey immediately because I would be really hard in on that. I mean, I think he has, like, two years left on his deal, so I think he'd be up here a little while.
1: Yeah, Man, I don't dude, know if he'd play. He would get so
0: fat up here, right? <laughs> he's already Man, fat. <laughs> he would get so, 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 so He's going
1: to get fatter than he already is?
0: I forgot about that picture, right? Then yeah. he's definitely put on some weight this offseason.
1: Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, One okay. could say he's picked up a few LBs.
0: Was there anything else you want to talk about for Ryan McDonough, though?
1: Oh, yeah. The worst GM is uh, deciding. I'm still trying to figure out who the new worst GM in the league is. Now that You know what? Ryan McDonough the, has. the
0: really egregious thing he did
1: why Which did one? you
0: why did you take on Ryan Anderson's contract? That's I don't, I don't know. That is just why are you doing the Rockets favors? I mean, I know that you gave them Brandon Knight, uh, and that's not great. But you also like and Marquis Chris had not been he had not had a good season last year, but he's still young and he's still a stretch four and has the potential to be a decent rotational player in the league at least in my opinion i think that he could be a an okay nba player mm, so
1: why yeah. you get,
0: why are you handing those guys over and taking on that contract it just doesn't make any sense to me
1: uh yeah that, i mean that's that was the last <laughs> bad move but he's had a couple i mean i was particularly just like oh this Everything fucking
0: with dude Goran and isaiah thomas dude, well
1: that obviously. shit yeah the fact that you the, Tried that three-point guard bull crap, and then like the you got you kept the worst one of those guys. Cutting uh, Tyler Eulis. No, Bledsoe well, it was Bledsoe, and then like even how he handled then he handled the Bledsoe situation was fucking terrible. Well,
0: yes, but uh, you got to say like Tyler Eulis, If you're if he's New a good Chicago friend with Bowl. Devin Booker, just don't be a you
1: know. Tyler Ulis just signed a- with the Bulls. Oh, I thought today. he was the Warriors. He was, he got cut in off oh. waivers. The Bulls just signed him to two way contract, so campaign's ass is on the hot seat. And
0: <laughs> it wasn't already.
1: Well, I they just didn't have another option. Issue. No, i rather, I wanted you to I wanted your twin to fucking be the backup point guard for the Bulls than Ryan campaign.
0: He had a good summer league. He
1: made the he made the team. He's a fifteenth man.
0: That's fucking awesome. It yeah, feels good to be in the NBA, man. Yeah.
1: Your twin is your twins doing well. That's another thing. Yeah, how still, we got to do
0: a Philly trip. To, we should go to a, a Sixers game sometime and just like see what happens. I can get my hair cut. I'll wear the no, jersey. No. Sh- fuck,
1: well, no. You just come here show up to the fucking United Center. We'll see how far you get.
0: I'm just, <laughs> like oh dude, so you're just saying like put like buy a Ryan Arcadiac, no jersey, buy the shorts like
1: no, well, no, you can't. More. Oh, I mean, we could do. We could. I mean, that would be funny too. Is if we did like the, the fake clay, like the that that dude. But we did you as uh, Ryan, Archie, Nakamoto. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Like you could do that. No, I was saying, like let's try to get your ass like in the locker room. Like let's see how far through, far through like bull security we could get you before someone would be like, hold up, who the fuck are you? Well, here's what
0: we gotta do: is we go to. We start following him
1: on. Is Ryan Archdiacano isn't, isn't like going to the stadium in his jersey?
0: Yeah, like we just got to find a friend of Ryan Di- Archdiacano and be like, "Yo, my friend looks like you. Tell us what your buddy's wearing to the United <laughs> Center tonight. I'll go buy that outfit and I'll just stro- like try to walk in.
1: That's logistically <laughs> tough that's that's a lot of i don't think it's there.
0: that tough with why would you social, have to wear like, the
1: exact same thing as
0: him <laughs> because then if i can i guess he walks in right so then i can just like cut because i'm I, he is taller than me i'm built a little bit different like i guess i could just i'd have to lose like oh he is taller thin. than you He's like six three, right? So like if I'm gonna make this work, I gotta move kinda quick, and that's only gonna work if they already saw him wear the same I didn't outfit.
1: think about the height. I didn't think about the yeah, height. That's the only That's the <laughs> that's only, that's only thing. thing? It's just a small. small thing. You're just
0: Well, I'm just it's not like he's gonna walk in the door showing that he's a competent basketball player and I would have to also do that.
1: <laughs> you have to dunk before every anyone that walks in, they have to dunk before uh <laughs>
0: Well, I just mean,
1: you're making it sound like
0: I'm saying I'm a phenomenal basketball player.
1: No, we know that's your baseball player.
0: Yes, but I'm saying that for the naked eye, there aren't that many differences other than height. That is the yeah. primary
1: one. That's I didn't think about it. I really didn't think about it. I just thought they'd be like, oh, yeah, it looks like Ryan Archie Dacoma. Like, move along. Like Nothing to see here. Because I Doesn't was going to say, if we got the friend, we just get the friend to seal one of his outfits from his closet and you just wear that. Like, you Shit, don't have to wear the he's same six thing. 6'3". I mean, but he's six thin. He'll it'll, it'll it'll be a tight fit on you. We're, he probably wears, like, an XL. Maybe a yeah. large. If you got anything in a large, you'd be fine. Yeah. You'd be fine. He's just, there. Yeah, I'd have to get, just get some...
0: Get some fucking tall shoes or something. I can wear stilettos in there and... Maybe that'll work. Yeah, anyway, could,
1: I think we could, we could, we could maybe get through. Uh,
0: so uh, a few other random and en- things. Oh, in the NBA before the last you know, we, well, before
1: the the last thing I wanted to say the McDonough thing though was that uh, like the weirdest fucking timing ever to fire a dude. Uh, like I don't get why you would let him draft and do all that, and like that's another that was part of it too. As I was gonna say is that he wasn't that great at drafting, like. You're going to give him credit for drafting DeAndre Aiden, but he was pretty much the consensus. Like, every pick he made, you really look at it, it wasn't like he, like, it almost looked like if you look at his draft record, like he was just going off of, like, mock drafts. And it's like, oh, this guy's going to be here, so I'll take him. There wasn't, I don't know if there was really much evaluating, like, what what the fuck, like, Marquise Chris one might have been the most, like, uh you know take a take a chance on a guy that's a little bit of a a project or make a, a you know ballsy ballsy pick like for the most part it was like you i think you could have had like a a robot do some of it and like make those selections and some of those those moves um i just think in general he's he hasn't made many positives if any like he's just he's been a net negative as a gm um i think it'd be kind of tight if james jones got it though um, that's what I'm kind of that seems like what ooh, it's leaning towards is the replacement uh, so that'd be pretty tight I've heard amazing. a lot of people say good things about James Jones as a uh, aka champ I think I've
0: heard he gets brought up a lot yeah. in uh, many NBA podcasts haven't heard one bad thing about the guy
1: no he seems like a, he was fucking good on there. the Richard Channing thing which also yeah, shout out Richard Jefferson retired
0: Love Richard Jefferson.
1: Yeah. Uh, go on with the segment thing you wanted to say. No.
0: Uh, I was just going to say a few things that have happened over the last week or so. So, Joakim Noah cut by the Knicks. Tibbs says he's not interested, which is very surprising. For now. For now. Uh, Justice Winslow got extended $39 million uh, over I three years. T-
1: I don't think Tibbs and Joakim got along super well, though, either. Like They weren't like... He wasn't no. in the same bubble as like. Derek I mean, Joe Kim had
0: one year; he was fifth in MVP voting and was great, and then it's just been a downhill slide since then. But yeah, buddy. Justice Winslow, thirty-nine million over three years. My first thought was, "Damn, that's a little bit too much money."
1: Yeah, it's fine. I I think they're
0: really thirteen million for a guy that really doesn't do anything well offensively
1: right, but I, I think it's you had also get the fact he's only twenty three.
0: Yeah, you are paying for upside. you're paying for you're paying for the potential of that guy.
1: I mean, I would put in the same framework of uh like almost Wiggins deal in the sense of that, yeah, he's probably not earned completely that like at this like point, I don't know if he's gonna his production is is garnered that, but it's a little bit of paying. Ahead to keep him and retain him, and if he like matches anything that you believe he could project out to be, that's a pretty good deal. Um, Especially if you're like a role player, and the cap's going to go up. Like I don't think that's that contract's going to look terrible uh in a year or two. Like looking back, man, why did they give him that money? I do think you, would, yeah, and I that's what, like, the, I think the end of the that Heat deal. Have, you'd be like,
0: he'd have so many contracts like this. It's just really yeah.
1: weird. Yeah, no, I get, I get that. I get, yeah, totally. They're just, but I don't think it's it's hurt them terribly. I mean,
0: they have one of the most unique cap structures in the entire NBA with yeah. how they're paying guys. Like, between Olenek and Dragic, who makes a little bit more money, but, like, Josh Richardson, who we talked about earlier, James Johnson, like, all these guys are, like, right in the same amount.
1: Yeah, they're pretty economic. I I think they're pretty good value for the most part. I guess they're
0: more tradable, right?
1: Yeah, no, they for sure are, and I think – This one
0: may end up not being until he's got a year left. But if he has a great year this year, then – Dude, I mean, his numbers are not – Like, he's been – if he had been healthy and durable, that's one thing. He hasn't been. I mean, he – he has yet to play. He hasn't since his rookie year. He hasn't played more than seventy games in a year. He has started he's like, less than fifty. He started less than fifty games. He, so he's just not a starter. He comes <laughs> off the bench. He doesn't. He, yeah. He's in. But he's I think that's probably because Josh three point shooter. Really good. He's not great from the line. He doesn't create shots in the zone. He's a good defender, right? Like yeah. he's. He want he you want him to be a good version of a three and D guy. He just doesn't have the three part of it yet.
1: Yeah, but he's. Hmm. I'm so I'm pretty high on him still. Obviously, as I'm talking about it, I I, I, I didn't lie. see a problem with it. I I think yeah, like you had pointed out. Does about it have those anything deals. to do
0: with the fact he played at Duke
1: University? I mean, I think he's a pretty good basketball player, despite where he went to college. <laughs> Ultra, um, he's he's a but yeah, he's an athletic guy. I think you. Can develop in in some of that and like get those shots. I mean, worst case, yeah, he's uh Michael Kidd-Gilchrist, like <laughs> like on that back end, but they're not paying him as much as like MKG even. Uh, and the cap's gonna go continue to go up, well, so like it just I think by the end of that it against deal,
0: the Hornets cap sheet. That's
1: huh. Oh,
0: that's shit. I said it's shit. So if we're comparing shit against the Hornets, then that's
1: yeah, I know. You know. I he's but he doesn't have a. I think as the the cap goes up too, though, it's like that deal isn't gonna. Look worse, you know. Until, no. in like the Hassan Whiteside shit, like they're like the once they have that contract, like getting some of these ones they have right now are, I think, good value. They're, they're playing with like that's the that's their blemish is the Hassan Whiteside deal.
0: Well, well, yes, I agree with you, but his situation's just really odd.
1: Well, I mean. Uh, by they just odd you stopped mean using he... him what
0: they just kind of stopped using him
1: yeah because he's just not
0: you got bam they're <laughs> like bam is yeah bam's bam is better Disney. that's the center that we want it's like a you know i was thinking that bam's ceiling is like a stephen Adams type of guy and that's like a good center yeah it's like a fucking type great of center, center that you really really want yeah that's um, good 'Cause he's not gonna be a guy that's like gonna be super refined offensively, but he's a guy that's gonna get you shits on of offensive rebounds and put backs and run the floor and play good defense, and that's what you want in a center now. Set good picks, make smart decisions, be smart with the ball. Yeah. Um, all things
1: the sunlight side doesn't do super well.
0: Yeah, like bitch constantly and uh and want to shoot. Yeah. And think you uh,
1: can be an offensive player.
0: So the other thing, quick, is the Spurs have been battling a bit of an injury issue. So Derek White, who a lot of people were super high on, yeah, um, out for a few weeks with an injury. And then uh, the bigger of the two injuries, De- DeJounte Murray, out for the year. Not great. Yeah, I like Lonnie Walker, but uh, I don't know if this is going to impact the over-under bet that we're inevitably going to be making on the Spurs. It but is on the
1: hot seat. Is certainly the my Spurs over pick has been placed strongly on the hot seat (laughs) because of these Ah, injuries. Shit, I'm just glad we didn't put it down yet. That's more of the thing. Mm, Yeah, I'm happy. Could be worse. Yeah, we could have committed the money and then been like, oh fuck, we're gonna be a (laughs) little tougher. I still think I still think they're gonna do it. Like it's just gonna be insane. Like it's just less confident. Feel like we're
0: still gonna bet on it.
1: <laughs> probably will. It's like I'm so confident that they can do it because of Pop. And if he does, it probably should be the, if they make the fucking if they make the playoffs without a point guard essentially. I'm like, dude should be the coach of the year again, but that I know won't happen. Okay. All right. We're now we Now this is where the, the podcast real really stuff. starts. We are, uh, guys. Just, well, when you're listening to this, it'll be less. But as we're recording this, we are uh, less than 50 hours away from NBA basketball. Live, real games being back in our lives. And when the bowl, when the, the Bears do shit like they did today, I don't have to worry about it. I can go nestle up to my sweet, sweet basketball home.
0: Have you officially renewed League Pass yet?
1: Uh, I need to make the call still, but no, I'll oh, be done. <laughs> I
0: didn't know you called that in.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got my league
0: Got to call your guy. So but what? Yes, uh it will be. What ready. award? What award do you want to start with?
1: Uh, rookie of the year. I love it. I think Who's that's who should start. It.
0: Who's your pick?
1: Um, I think I know who you're gonna pick.
0: I think I know who I'm gonna pick. too <laughs>
1: I hope you do. The question is who you're going to pick. Um, I, well, I, I've been soaking up a lot of the, the hype on this gentleman. Um, it, it seems to me like a pretty conceivable reason that he, uh, would be, uh, MVP, and that would be Mr. Luka Doncic. Mm hmm. I, um, have yeah everything seen of the preseason so far of him looks pretty good yeah i mean
0: he looks pretty good
1: he certainly was gonna make those the hawks look pretty fucking stupid for trading it away
0: ah uh, it's so good
1: i think sure young is so good gonna, i mean i'm the, we we had our uh we had our fantasy draft the other other night um but I'll I just I didn't get to talk to you about this. But when Trey Young went up, I just was like, No, I'm so good at this. Like, whoever wants to bet on this, or whoever wants to auction on this,
0: and I you snagged can have that guy.
1: Him. You can, you <laughs> got him. Oh, you did? I didn't. Yeah. I forgot who got him. Because <laughs> you know what? I think justify it.
0: I think that he's gonna put up pretty good numbers, though. Yeah. Like, I think I'm not saying he's gonna be a great NBA player. I think he's gonna be a pretty good fantasy player, though, because he's a good passer. Like. He was he averaged like seven or eight assists. Times. I think he averaged seven or eight assists at uh, at Oklahoma. And I think he's gonna be playing in the Eastern conference, which is good. He's not going up as high of quality point guards on a night to night basis. Um, I think he's gonna put up good numbers. And like here's the thing is like I do fancy basketball, I'm just taking flyers on guys. Just Fingers crossed, crossed. if they, if they hit
1: Shit, Shit at the wall. If they hit, the hit then great. Yep. I would my my second pick was gonna be well I just don't know how soon it's gonna happen but because I know he's gonna come off the bench to start but like Colin Sexton kind of a dark horse candidate I think
0: yeah it hurt me to hand him over to you but I do
1: think he's gonna be a dark horse if like once like George Hills continues to suck and like Jordan Clarkson is just terrible like I think he just needs to up get his like I don't know if they just wanted to, like ease him into it but I, I would be shocked if by the All-Star break, he's not starting for them. I'd be shocked if yeah. actually by December he's not starting for them.
0: Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, Doncic is my pick, too. Yeah, uh, I just think that – I think you could definitely make the argument for Aiton.
1: You think like, – De- I struggle with Aiton.
0: that. DeAndre Aiton is going to start at center for them. He is going to – he's probably going to average a double-double. He's going to be solid, I think, from day I one. I think – he is. Really good athletically. The Suns will be marginally better than they were last year. Um, but I think Doncic is going to have the ball in his, in his hands a lot with this team. And I think that. Yeah.
1: See, that's I, what I'm not, just, I'm not sure about with him.
0: I mean, that's what they need to do because that's because what, what you just
1: described. What you just described makes me like almost be like, oh, fuck. I mean, Wendell Carter's got a pretty good shot then at it. <laughs> like,
0: Wendell Carter does. I mean, he he is. I don't think that he is as refined of a scorer. Nor do I think he will mm. have as many chances as the mm. Sun. He's as, not going to have as, as many. Yes, that's that. The, it's 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 opportunity too. Like yes. I just don't think he's gonna. He, I don't think his minutes are going to be as high. I don't think he's going to get the ball as much. So that makes it tougher to put up the stats necessary to win Rookie of the Year.
1: I think he's going to average a double gonna, double.
0: He's gonna be floating around there, yeah. I mean, Wendell Carter is really good. Like, I love everything that I see out of that guy. He's gonna yeah. be a good starter for the Bulls for a while. Yeah. But Robin Lopez is still on the team. He's gonna get some minutes. I think and, Robin. Um,
1: I don't know if I said this on the past Bulls or not, but I think Robin Lopez's future as a, a Los Angeles Lakers pretty high. Hmm. See that being a trade for him. At some point, once they need decide, they need a center. Yeah. Um, hey,
0: Javale, baby.
1: But Javale can only play like twenty minutes, so Robin Lopez can actually give you like thirty-five minutes if needed. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Anyways, but I I just think Doncic is the most NBA ready guy coming out of yeah. the draft, and, and he's on a he's bad
1: team and
0: he's gonna put up good numbers as much as
1: i'd like to say my my boy marvin would be will be it i'm just not as he just hasn't i don't think i think he's just gonna have a slower start to his rookie season than.
0: well that and i think the kings are just gonna be complete dog shit so it, it's oh. tough
1: to be rookie of the year he might they're gonna be average. fun bad they're gonna be fun bad like he's they're not orlando magic like, bad
0: he's gonna put up like 18 and 8 probably so um, he puts up. Oh, dude, if he does that, fuck yes, I'm he's gonna be that. right. He's gonna be. I mean, he's gonna tie. He. I think Bagley is almost a for sure thing to be, barring an injury. Knock on wood, he's gonna be in top five of rookie of the year voting. Like, I mean, he's got oh, every yeah. opportunity to put up huge numbers. And yeah, well, for sure. Up, if he's
1: uh, not, that's he's yeah hurt or no excuse. Something there. something something bad has happened. Yes, absolutely. Um,
0: okay, let's do uh, let's do sixth man of the year.
1: See, I've gone back and forth on this one. I don't uh, have a
0: mine's not a very sexy pick.
1: I'm just saying, Eric Gordon. Yeah, like it. I feel like at this point, it's like it's, it is Eric Gordon. Like it's like how they, they used him last year. And Feels
0: like it's gonna be Eric Gordon or it's gonna be Lou Williams, right?
1: Well, the eh, but Lou Williams on the Clippers, I don't think that's going to move any any meters. Uh, outside, the, other, the,
0: the other one could be Dennis Schroeder.
1: Yeah, so that's what we'll, so he's going to come off the bench for sure, right? That's, I, I wanted to ask before this, because that was, that was going to be my pick if,
0: mm-hmm.
1: so he'd be, oh yeah, so I, I'm going to go, I would go with him just as like something different, um, but I just didn't know because, like, with Robertson being out for a couple more, like, he had a little bit of a setback coming back, but...
0: I don't think they're um, starting Schroeder.
1: I don't think they are either, but I... I didn't do my due diligence as a podcaster to, like, see for sure, but I didn't think they were. I don't have to, I think, like, he'll end up closing for them, but he'll... For all due purpose, be, like, the sixth man. Yeah. Um, that That's my pick, but I'm also... I'm doing it again, Ultra. I'm fucking, So you must think... I'm fucking think, doing it again. These goddamn Thunder. These goddamn Thunder. They've fucking yeah, done so it to do me you, again.
0: So a little preview for an over-under discussion you and I are going to have later. You must think the Thunder are going to be pretty good then.
1: I do think the Thunder are going to be good, and I'm a fucking idiot for it. I'm going to hate... I, <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be bad audio in two <laughs> weeks. It's to be bad audio in a couple months. Literally... I'm so stupid. I like as I was thinking about like getting ready for this. I was like,
0: I can't wait. The I,
1: Thunder vocally. are
0: honestly one of the most interesting teams to me. I can't. They should be really good. I just yeah. I don't know wh- how good are they gonna be. I don't know.
1: I don't know, but I just like I was going through it and I was just like, well, I, was like, I do really like that Schroeder pickup and oh man, and I, was like, I was like, well, person is gonna be out for a little bit. <laughs> Time, oh fuck! I just knew, and I was trying to get back to the place because I remember. Yeah, Yeah, Paul George is committed. I mean, I know they got surgeries and stuff. Fuck yeah, it's like, but Steven Adams gonna be back, and they're
0: not gonna have to rush him.
1: And and Patrick Patterson's (laughs) definitely gonna have a better season this year. And uh, (laughs) shit, oh jeez, I'm like, oh what the fuck, and then I'm like. I'm like trying to challenge myself and be like, hey, asshole, remember how pissed you were at them at that jazz series? How shitty they remember, were? I was like,
0: do you remember how bad they
1: were? Yeah, how bad they were. I was like, yeah, it's
0: uh, all, I was was like, it was all Melo's fault. It's all, Melo. all their fault.
1: Pro- all their problems were
0: around Carmelo Anderson. <laughs> just Nate. fucking
1: put it all on Mello. It's like, oh, we're back, baby. <laughs> Stupid. I'm an idiot. So
0: I don't think I need to talk about why I'm picking Eric Gordon. It's a pretty, like, he's just. He's a really good basketball player that plays in a really good team. And is yeah. going to get thirty minutes, but he's coming off the bench. So probably a, I
1: think he's going to probably get used a little bit more even at points. Um, you know, I'm that the only thing I'm I mean, I am concerned with the Rockets is really just on the the Chris Paul kind of piece of it. Like I just like they they lucked yeah, out they pretty well different. in the regular season with him. Obviously in the Western Conference Finals, but I just I don't know. I'm not. I, I feel like you're gonna we're gonna miss some Chris Paul. At some point for the season. Which isn't going on a huge limb, like history, obviously, um, backs me up on well, they,
0: that. Well, they almost should... He should almost do a LeBron thing like he did uh, a, a few years ago. Play 82 ago games? That, oh, no, the, a few the, years the ago that he just has, like takes two, three weeks off.
1: Yeah. You know, literally just... LeBron did that have, last year, too, but he started still. It was just his January. He just wasn't really trying.
0: <laughs> yeah, but no, Chris Paul should literally... You know, they should just set themselves up for the two seed and then just have Chris Paul rest. Just, I and then as mm. soon as you get in the playoffs, rounds one, rounds two, a bar, you know, round two could is going to be tough. So I can't say round two, I guess. Round one, just play them like 25 minutes a game and then be careful in rounds two and three and hope for the best. But
1: see, but I think they're, I, I will say that. I think the Warriors are going to go for the one seed, actually, this year. Like I think there is there is going to be a competitive push to, to lock up the top seed. Whereas last year, I don't think there was... Like The Rockets could have done just about... Like they could have probably done less and still gotten it. They weren't really going to get a ton of fight from the Warriors for that.
0: Yeah. Um, do you want to do uh, most improved next?
1: Most improved... Uh, Sure. Who do you have?
0: I have. So I was thinking hard about this one. I thought that it very well may be. Um, I, I think Brandon Ingram is a really good candidate for this. Ooh, that's a good But call. Miles Turner's my pick. I think that he, he did not have a great year last year, despite Indiana exceeding expert expectations in large part due to Victor Oladipo being a stud. But I think that. I think he has every tool that you want in a modern NBA center. Like he can hit threes, on space three. the floor. He can block shots. He had like he can be a good defender. Um and with that team, I just think that he's like they're going to have really good spacing. I think they're going to really I think they're going to be a solid team in the Eastern Conference. Like I'm high on Indiana. I'm high on Victor Wembanyama in particular. And I think Miles Turner, like, he's gonna have every opportunity to have, to be a really, really good player within that system.
1: Yeah. I um I like Miles Turner a lot. Yeah, I know it was interesting. I heard like him do an interview where he was talking like he like the idea of him shooting more threes, like I know he's been working on that and he's he's done a lot with his offensive game. Um and I thought last year it was gonna be kind of his year to have a jump. And he yeah. was for as good as the Pacers were in surprise, a lot of people like he in particular wasn't didn't do as much as I had thought he would. Um, he didn't really take that jump I, I had been expecting from him. Uh, but he so he said though he's like and I think he's a decent three point shooter like not great but whatever. But like the question I asked him about taking more th- last year, yeah, but the, yeah, the idea that was him taking more threes, he doesn't want to do that. He likes taking his you know four or five you know, at most. He doesn't want to try to expand that out at all. Which is I I think there's so many guys that are really, you know, quick to be like, Yeah, I'll take more shots. Hell yeah.
0: Took him uh, about two and a half, threes a game last year. Like he should be yeah. taking four or five. Well
1: that's what I mean. He doesn't want to do that. It was like, yeah, I'm good with my output of the two or three a game, but a lot of people were like, I think it would it would help the team if you took more. Just to, even as the because it's like, it's kind of even LeBron, and like, oh, there's a lot of guys, but there's even the, the not great, there's just the idea, of, like, Blake Griffin is the actual example I wanted to use. Like, Blake doesn't shoot, isn't going to shoot ever, I think, like 40% from three, but it's more the idea of taking those shots, so that's a threat, because then otherwise, like, you're, as a, a guy guarding you, it, it becomes, like, you're super one-dimensional. It's just the threat of, I could shoot this right now, and I... Have a decent enough ability to make it is is something like you have to do it just to establish it, even if it's not something you're someone would characterize as like a strength. Yeah, that
0: no, that's a good comparison because I mean, the last three years Blake has taken Blake has taken you know over five threes a game. Yeah, and it's just that he's only he's hitting him at about thirty five percent.
1: Right. He's yeah. He's i thinking, but I think
0: that's good. Like I think that he should be taking those shots.
1: Yeah. And I think uh well LA, he was over like six at one point, I know a couple of years like Last he year was, he
0: was on that pace for a yeah, while. Yeah, okay that was what he it got, was. And yeah. then he got hurt yeah. and then it, it diminished after he went to Detroit, but mm-hmm. um Okay. Uh,
1: so So my ahead. did you have more on, on Mr Miles no. Turner? Nope. Um, so my guy is um Kind of based on looking at some of it, uh, hope, maybe it's a little hopeful, but it's it's someone I, I know we talked about, um, decent amount, of just um, and, and just when you look at the framework of his team and, and if uh, they're gonna make a push uh, to actually be what NBA Twitter and, and one of our good friends thinks he's all about. But my uh, my pick's gonna be Jamal Murray. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna be optimistic and say he's gonna come through and take that next step that people have been waiting for. Um, Because I do like Jamal Murray a lot. uh, I've liked him since Kentucky, and I think it's – for the Nuggets to to make the playoffs, (laughs) looking at more and more of the West, I do – now if the T-Wolves drop off, whatever, it does help them. But with how competitive the West is, for the Nuggets to be in a a good spot, I think – you need Jamal Murray to to make that step and to be be what they think he is, when what they drafted him to be um, that lead that lead point guard. So um, I'm feeling confident about him so far and, and preseason wise, uh, um, there was no red flag. So that that was kind of my early summer idea of a pick, and I haven't changed it yet. So um, as of right now, that's what we're going with.
0: Yeah, I I think that he has he definitely has the potential to to take a leap. The problem I think maybe with that team is that there are just so many other guys that are gonna have the ball in their hands and. Well, like, he's who, gonna be like you bring in Isaiah who, Thomas. is gonna have the ball. Man, Barton,
1: I, I, I don't Barton, know I how much Isaiah's is gonna play, dude. Yeah, Jokic, but like him and Jokic complement each each other.
0: I think they do but it it's just like he put up pretty good numbers last year um so I I don't know I don't know how they run their I guess they'd have to just run more sets for Murray to make to so that he can take a leap or maybe they just like they obviously struggled defensively last year so maybe he takes a leap defensively too Yeah
1: I mean um he needs to be playing
0: more though I mean like. he's a super talented guy I knew I was all in on Jamal Murray before he went to Kentucky when he was playing that summer for the Canadian team because it was just oh, yeah. like clear that he was just he was really developed already and just had the competitiveness that you want in a guy in the NBA. And then he was solid in Kentucky and has been uh, pro- like progressively getting better with the Nuggets every year since he's been in the league. So yeah. I, I like that pick. He, yeah, he has,
1: he is, yeah, I and mean, he's he's had flashes last year. Um, it's more I think for him it's a volume perspective and it's but he needs to be able to, to show actually he can because he, they there need to be competitive enough like they just can't give him a default number of shots if it's not working you know and he I do defensively he does need to improve but um, right I, I like I've always just been impressed with him um, even like from his rookie you're hearing from him but like going forward is definitely like a super focused like kind of basketball robot kind of dude like he doesn't seem like he does um like, like one of his his primary interests is basketball and not to say like oh you can't outside of interest but it, it, those type of dudes seems like it's it's more of just they're gonna figure it out in a way it's 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 a lot of it has to do with just going through the actual like experience of being in the nba and understanding some of some of just like the the professional aspect of it not that he's not professional but just living that life um I, for some guys it does take a little bit of time just to be able to maybe not even have the work the work ethic established it's like there but it's it it if they're continuing to to put in that work, they just have a more delayed result of uh, those results showing up. So for him, it's like he's he just seemed so close at points last year. Um, and even his rookie year at point. you know, it's like oh, we see it. It's just an, uh, more of an execution of it for him. That was a long, rambling way to talk about Jamal Murray.
0: <laughs> talk about him all you want, my guy. He's your pick. Um, who is your pick for coach of the year?
1: So I, I think it's gonna be like it's gotta be Brad Stevens, right? Pop's my pick. I mean, but Pop should always be it in a way. Like, fuck. Yes, <laughs> he was my pick last year. I said I was gonna keep picking him. Yeah, you it's pick not... him every year. It's like picking LeBron yeah. for the MVP. I think it'd be Brad. I mean, yeah, definitely I mean, could pop, be Brad. Because, well, I mean, I thought Brad was going to win it last year, but I think now they like they'll be the. There's no reason it it shouldn't be. I think the media is ready to give it to him. But you know, then again, being you know, coach, you know, it's it's never a guarantee for anything. You know, you could be coach of the year and fired right after receiving it. Or be fired before you get to receive the award.
0: Uh, Shots of yeah, Casey. I, I don't know, man. This is just some foreshadowing to how I think the Spurs season is gonna go. But I think I think they're gonna I think they're gonna be competitive. I like DeMar DeRozan with them. If,
1: if he if he wins four, yeah. I mean, man, like I I uh, let's feed back into my Spurs overhype, but yeah, him not having a point guard, man, he's gonna. <laughs> Takes them to the playoffs, that's, that's fucking impressive as shit.
0: Hey, they just first-round pick was a point guard. They'll be fine.
1: Who, Lonnie Walker? Yeah, baby. Yeah, but he's hurt, too. I'm just saying, they're going to not have the, like some of these dudes for a couple... I
0: guess I just, like, DeJounte Murray was fine last year. It's not like they're oh.
1: losing oh. Dude, a top-ten fa- point guard. Dude, he's fantastic on defense, though. Yeah, he's a good defender. Good he's defender. a good point... Uh, I'm not a, I'm a big fan. They have fan. Patty
0: Mills too. Let's like, Patty Mills is not. A, he's gonna do. A bad yeah, I mean, it's just like he's player. gonna.
1: No, I know. It's just like yeah, with Pop, you're, you're just going back and forth. You're like, I know he's gonna do it. It's just I don't know how he's gonna do it, but I know he's gonna do it. <laughs> like, he's gonna figure it out because he's the best fucking coach in the NBA. But how the fuck is he gonna figure it out?
0: LaMarcus Aldridge is just gonna be really good and DeMar DeRozan's gonna be really good. and The issue you know, no with audience. them is
1: I really don't see why Paul Gasol is getting any minutes for them. Realistically. Like, that rotation for them is gonna be kind of messy.
0: Yeah.
1: Like, cause you should start, like, they did it at some point last year, be like, you should be starting LaMarcus Aldridge for fucking sure. Like, I think that's yeah at center. And then you I mean that's.
0: Yeah, Rudy Gay is going to play the four. They're going to yeah. start La- Lamarcus at the five.
1: Then you Demar go tomorrow start at the three. Bellinelli uh, and Patty Mills. Yeah. That's like a fifty-one team. Probably <laughs> pop it is. Or if okay, it, if that team was wearing Detroit Pistons uniforms, they'd be a thirty-win team. Yeah, <laughs> a thirty-five 100%. win team. And it was yeah. yeah.
0: Uh, defensive player of the year.
1: Uh, I've got Ka-
0: I've got Kawhi.
1: Ooh, buddy, that's a. I, I, I
0: love I like AD as the pick here. Gobert scares me just because of his health. He he's has a tough time staying healthy.
1: Yeah, my pick was AD because I think AD is gonna. Because of who my my MVP pick is gonna be I think, but AD is gonna be in that conversation. But I almost think he'll get the defensive player of the year as like a nod to, even though he, he was, at points he's he's had questionable defensive uh, player. Like he hasn't been always, had that be a primary focus of his, but he, um, I think with this team in particular and just like a season he's going to have, like he's, he's definitely going to finish top three in MVP this season, I think. Um, So that might be a, a nice way to kind of spin it for him right um so yeah, yeah he's my I, pick
0: i have why he's won it before for the same reasons i just think that yeah i think the raptors
1: are gonna be really good yeah i do too
0: and i think that if he's healthy
1: he's which it healthy. seems
0: like he is and he's looking good in the preseason
1: he's played he's, like he's playing like he's this injury thing is not a thing anymore i don't think in my mind like no he was just doing oh, that because he didn't want to play for pop, like, and it, there was something, but he just was like, "I'm not going to risk this until I get paid." Yep, that was I really good. Sorry to jump down your throne. I just, I it consistently no, comes up, and I'm like, "Why are we continuing?" Like, I know he was hurt last year, but he wasn't really hurt, hurt. Like, it wasn't like he's coming off an ACL or. is it a history. It was more he just was reluctant to come back, and then. Didn't come back because he was done with the team. Yep. Um, yeah, I mean, Kawhi's a, yeah is a very solid choice. So is AD your MVP pick too? No. Who is? So I, I was going back and forth on it. It was between. I mean, I think there's a very good chance it's LeBron because I think if that team ends up finishing like top 4 in the west like if he that's top 3 if he gets that Lakers team like i think it's without a doubt they they're, they're going to be for sure like he'll win it without question the media the storyline all that shit they're just going to eat it up um but i just don't know if they're going to do that year one like if his if his really his approach is going to be where i'm going to try to get this team to be a you know, fifty-five win team, something like that. Uh, so because of that, sorry, I've got little chaos. If as throughout the course of this whole that are episode, very bent out of shape. Yeah, they're just fucking giving me hell all day. This has just been my entire day. Whatever whining and shit you've, you're hearing, folks, it's like it's not not been a good day as a dog owner today. Fucking a. Um, with all that being said. There's another in particular person that I'm quite fond of who finally has himself a, an actual NBA coach uh, for the first time. And I think there's very good reason that this his particular team should be in the top three in his conference. Um, and that would be my sweet, sweet Greek prince, Giannis Kumbo. <laughs>
0: Giannis is going to win MVP this year. I think
1: he's going to.
0: I think he's going to too. That's your pick. I yeah, that's my pick. I think yeah. Giannis is going to be MVP. He's got an okay coach. He's going to have spacing. I if he plays half as well as he did if in the regular season he's as making he did, three pointers in preseason. Now. He he is just he's gotten better every year. If he if he gets a little better this year too,
1: he could be most improved player. He could have be been most improved player every season he's played
0: he's going to win MVP.
1: Yeah, I, I think, the, I, like, I was, I was really ready, like, gung-ho on the, the LeBron piece. I, I think LeBron is the only one that could usurp him of that. Because I do yep. think, like, it's kind of bullshit LeBron hasn't won one for...
0: So, here's, here's a little underrate, under the radar pick that I think is possible. Uh, you know, because, like, LeBron has the best odds at MVP according to Vegas right now. Um, I'm, I'm not as high on the Lakers. Like I think they're going to be a playoff team. I think that they're going to be. I think they're going to be a five or six seed. I think they're going to be incredibly fun to watch. Yeah. But I do not think that this is any. There are a hundred different trades they could make this season, so it's kind of tough to see exactly where they go, right? But as the way things that sit right now, I think that that team is a middle of the pack Western Conference team. Mm, I think that's... LeBron's going to be solid, but I don't think they're going to be. I don't think he's going to be lighting the world on fire. I just don't think I don't I don't see the path for him winning MVP. AD could win it, um, but I don't think the Pelicans are going to be good enough. We'll you know we'll hash that out later. Um, and I also like he has a tough time staying healthy, so that is a ri- there's risk in that too. So Giannis plays in the Eastern Conference. He's consistently gotten better year to year, so he's my pick. Steph Curry is my under-the-radar pick. Like, let's not forget yeah. that a couple of years ago he won back-to-back MVPs, was putting up unbelievable numbers. And, yes, it's going to be tough giving him MVP versus Kevin Durant. Yep, it's going to be tough to give him, give him the MVP award. Well,
1: I know if we were picking finals MVP, we know he wouldn't be winning that.
0: But he he's a tight ty- – I think that if you get a healthy Steph Curry for 82 games in a year – I think it's possible he's MVP. Uh, I just don't. Especially if the Warriors won like 68 games or something like that, which they're capable of doing.
1: I just don't know if. Uh, I just have never really believed that him or Katie would win it while they're playing together. I just kind of think they have canceled like I said, each other I w- out.
0: I wouldn't. It wouldn't be my first choice, but I I think it's it's possible.
1: Yeah, I I would I I I would go. Yeah, between LeBron, Giannis, and, and AD are, like, the three, I think, heavy, heavy people. I would put Kawhi or Kyrie have a better chance than Steph does this year. Just the voting perspective. I think, yeah, you make the case for fucking sure. Like, I don't, but I don't know if the NBA writers and, like, the people that vote on it are really going to do that. It's just not as good of a story <laughs> if you give it again yeah. to... Steph, on the best, you know, on assemb- a team that has the best collection of talent that's maybe ever been assembled.
0: I get it. Okay. Let's, um...
1: Doing conference final picks conference and finals. finals and finals, yeah. So, I've got, for East, I picked the, um, Celtics and, uh, Celtics and the Raptors. Hmm. Same. It, oh okay. <laughs> uh, I was like, oh, um, but yeah. I think like end up and Philly probably will be three or four seed in there, and then I think the Bucks are probably going to finish there. Between the Bucks and the Pacers are gonna it'll be like Bucks, Pacers, and the Sixers is like that next. Who is gonna round out there? But um, I do think it'll be. You know, spur. I think the not Spurs. Jesus. Uh, <laughs> I think the Raptors will be like the two, one or two, and the Celtics might be the best team, have the best record though in the NBA this season. Uh, they're going to be a really good regular season team, and but I think those two teams will finish one, two in the East, and and end up playing each other.
0: I agree with you. Those uh, my two picks too. I think the Sixers could make it. I just think they're still so young. And with Embiid, like, I'm just so thankful for his health last year. I hope we get it this year, too. But you never know. So, I have a tough time picking them.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, And then the Western Conference, I have the Warriors against the Rockets. Oh, I'm very conflicted because I... Almost wanna say the thunder. Shit. You're an almost wanna say, person. I almost want to say the thunder. You're but I crazy. just I don't know until Rob I don't know what if if Roberson was healthy, like or was like on pace, to, like come back, fine, healthy, like if I didn't did that report didn't come out a couple weeks ago, like I would I think I would at this point I would be convincing myself of it. I'm also super convinced that the Utah Jazz are gonna be high in that kind of like By the time we get to midway through this season, I think the Jazz are going to be getting a fuck ton of love. More than they already get on NBA Twitter. (laughs) But I think the Jazz are going to be a really... Like, have a good opportunity this year to be competitive. But I I, I don't see a reason why... um, yeah, I just don't see a reason why you wouldn't the the Rockets don't just maintain, um, and obviously the Warriors are going to be there.
0: <laughs> uh, Wait, so who's your pick here? So my pick Warriors? is still
1: I'm saying Rockets Warriors, but like I was I was kind of going back and forth those other two teams I was considering. So, but all things considered, that I think James Harden's still going to be good enough in Chris Paul's health. I wasn't really even factoring like whatever he plays. I think for regular season wise. They'll they'll be a one or two seed, but I think as long as Chris Paul is healthy going into the playoffs, that team will be have every reason to get back there again for a rematch with the Warriors. Um, hopefully, we got another Game Seven out of it, but I could also see them by that point. I could see the Warriors give them some smoke. <laughs> yeah, like win in five. Like it'd be this kind of series we almost thought might be a thing last year.
0: Yeah, the Rockets are definitely going to be good. I don't think we'll know how good until we know.
1: I I just just, think their depth is the issue. This is why I went back. Like That was their strength last season, and they don't have that this year. But I think Capella's going to be better. I think Capella's going to have a nice, nice fucking season. I hope so.
0: Um, Yeah, I've got the same pick, unfortunately. like Thunder and Jazz are interesting. I just... I when I thought about the Jazz can they can the Jazz beat the Warriors? No. Can the Jazz beat the Rockets? Well, I guess maybe though when they played each other last year, the it was a five-game series and ultimately when you when you the rotations get restricted, depth doesn't matter as much, so I just I don't see them beating the the Rockets in a seven-game series and the Thunder um, at having Melo removed is is yeah, I think it's gonna help them. Dennis Schroeder helps having Patrick Patterson healthy, and hopefully mm. you have Roberson too. But
1: I can like that having team though, a guy,
0: Having a guy that cannot score in the playoffs, even if he is a plus mm, defensively, like Roberson, super
1: plus defensively, it's tough. Dude, they were so fucking good before he got hurt defensively, though, and that was even. They were Melo. they
0: were getting it going, but they weren't good at the beginning of that season with that with that crew, and like they should no, be but better in the to middle start of the year season, this year. I'm, but I'm saying, yeah, they they had, they had gotten some momentum, some momentum right before like
1: the month leading up to Robertson getting hurt, they were super good defensively. Yeah, and they were winning games, like, and they they were playing a way that I could see if they could get back to that level. Against the Rockets, I could see them beat the Rockets in a playoff series.
0: They beat the Rockets on on Christmas Day. They got their ass handed to them against the Jazz in the playoffs, and I know that was without some players. Like they didn't have Roberson. I get it.
1: And Melo and PG I just I am I'm not
0: not a believer, and I'm not, I just the Western Conference is so fucking good. I just don't see them winning against those teams.
1: Yeah, I'm just glad. yeah. So. We neither yeah, um, of us took the neither of us went the Lakers route, though, folks. So be happy about that, I guess.
0: And then in the finals, I have Warriors over
1: the Celtics in six games. Same. I don't have games. I didn't think about that. But yeah, Warriors over Celtics. Same. 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 Yeah, Gosh. I mean,
0: if the Celtics are if the Celtics are healthy, they're they're gonna they're gonna be right <laughs> there. Bustling they last segment on our part. Have. <laughs> They have the second-best roster in the NBA if everyone's healthy. I don't think it's close.
1: The Celtics? Yeah. Uh. Hmm. Yeah, maybe. I do really like the fucking Raptors team, though, more now. Like, just this look with Kawhi is going to be fucking awesome. I think Kyle Lowry's fine. Dude, Kyle Lowry's a good fucking point guard. <laughs> What'd you say? Sorry, you cut out for a sec. Oh shit! I said Kyle Lowry's a good fucking point guard. <laughs> like, yeah,
0: he's 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 a good point guard, but you're saying like we're talking about best rosters in the league, and he's the best. Sec- he's the second best player.
1: That's good. That's good.
0: Is Kyle Lowry a top ten point guard?
1: I think yeah. I think he could be. I think, it, I think he's had close. seasons where he is. Yeah, he's definitely yeah. I mean, there's so many fucking good point guards. So it's like I can't say like absolutely, but I think within a season he could have a top ten point guard season. Yeah. Uh, no, I the Celtics do have a ton. Like mean, all of them healthy. I mean, what they were able to do without Kyrie or Gordon Hayward was pretty nuts last year. Um, I they they're just gonna be that. Like with them, it's it's they didn't have those guys for so much of last year. Like, how do you actually work them all in? Brad Stevens is a good enough coach. I'm not re- legitimately worried about it, but it's the storyline that everyone brings up when we talk about, and that will be fun to follow, see how they, they go about that. Right. So, yeah, that's um. those
0: that's are our it. predictions, PJ.
1: I'm fucking so, so stoked for Tuesday.
0: Me too. So, Tuesday we got Sixers Celtics at 7 uh, in Boston, and then we have... Thunder Warriors at 930 in, at Golden State. So it's going to be a fun week. Then uh, we, we get start... some TNT
1: Bulls on Thursday.
0: got the Bulls. Do they play on TNT?
1: Yeah, but they're on the road, so the, the streak isn't isn't up for grabs, unfortunately. Mm. Is someone so, dying at your... Yeah, This place yeah. has been chaotic. Just like... Dogs dry heaving, just ah, oh, dude, it's been fucking terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so anyway,
0: fucking... you know what? I enjoy, hope... folks. I hope no other podcast uh...
1: will you get dogs heaving and making fucking terrible screeching, whining noises. It's, it's our brand, folks. What can we say?
0: Hey, I, I think that's probably a good closer. You and yeah. I need to go have a separate discussion about what bets we're gonna lay down this year. Anyway so uh with our with a now multiple uh i guess not a host but multiple featuring <laughs> featured like dylan D- we're dylan's gonna be in that conversation too. So. <laughs> thanks shout out shout out to dylan for fo- uh filling in for me last week too i have not listened to your solo uh bulls pod yet oh i need to
1: so got to listen to that. We'll have another one. Another one's coming out. I think I'm going to record again tomorrow After or Thursday. Tuesday. Oh, okay. No, right. we got to get we got to get a game one season tip-off preview ultra. Uh, okay. We got to get everyone stoked and ready for Thursday night. And there's been some I, interesting. They've had some interesting little things happen, little adjustments. And they've got starters and reserves and all that stuff uh they've got starters
0: Online. they've got reserves. reserves
1: and some of the ones that are it, reserves thought they would be starting and You're all that talk stuff. About it. we'll just yeah but thank you everyone for listening
0: check us out at the point forward Uh leave us a review if you like what we're doing and we'll be bringing you podcasts more frequently over the next six eight months here but uh, glad the season's back PJ yeah, I'll talk We'll